And good morning, everybody, and welcome to Music to Go to the Dump By. Children's program for adults, we say each week. And if anybody who's listened to the program over the past, I don't know how many years this has been on now, uh, Farmer Dave, good some, morning. Some would say too many years. Yeah, Jack. I would say it. Yeah, I think it started back in the 60s. I think we've had a, a history lesson on this program some time ago. I think it was back in the 60s with Ken and Brian Harwood, as I remember. And somehow it's still on the air. I don't know why. But it started out at, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. And then uh, you you and I have got it down to an hour, but... But, but when Kenley was coming in here... He, hour and a half. Yeah, I'm going to say, that, that was kind of like hours. a record. Yeah. Oh, he just wouldn't let me off. You know, he just wanted to make sure that he had his program in there in its entirety, and sometimes that would not be a... He always liked to go past the hour. You know, you don't get over the hour. Everybody else gets off the hour. You know, go a little past that. You know, surprise people. His station, his, his show. Station, that's right. <laughs> and we miss him dearly. But, yes, uh, we do. But he listens uh, each week, and he... You know, usually calls me a day or two afterwards and comments on the show, like he always did. Jack, yeah, it was great this morning, but, you know, you might want to, but, yeah, all right. So this is a big weekend for maple sugar. You're, you get into the maple sugar season, don't you? Well, a little bit. Yeah. We, I go up and I see George Woodard and I ask him if I can, I hang about a dozen buckets because yeah. I just make enough for the for the family, you know. Yeah. And, Went up the first day and uh, because we we tapped Sunday and I didn't think Monday we'd have any sap. All the buckets were running over, and I'm thinking my arch is a is a two by six, but I Mm -hmm. take off the back pan because well I don't have enough sap. But from the first day I'm going maybe I need to put that back pan on. Then I went up the second day and gathered, and that was more like it used to be. Okay, the front pan's going to work for me. If if it don't cool down, I fear it's going to be a short season. The weather's just weird. Yeah, no. Well, the season is underway, that's for sure. And this is the weekend. And I think, believe next weekend, too. So if you can't make it this weekend, it's, it's when the uh, Vermont Maple Sugar Makers open up their house as the association is bringing back its popular springtime event. You know, what's happened in the past couple of years, we haven't been able to have anything. And that would include the open house for the Maple Sugar Makers. So it's uh, today, tomorrow, and then next weekend as well. It's your chance to... Visit with uh, some of the sugar makers here in Vermont and explore firsthand what, what uh, people uh, think of. A lot of people think of Vermont and maple che- uh, maple uh, syrup and uh, cheddar cheese. Those are the two big items, I think. So we thought we'd open up uh, here this morning. I'm used to go to the dump by with a salute to all the sugar makers out there with the hope that you'll get a chance to do some to visit with some of the folks this weekend and next weekend as well if you can't make it this weekend. And we'll go invite those <laughs> fellas from up there in uh, Greensboro and I believe it's Greensboro and um, where did they record this? Uh, it says the Northeast Kingdom of Vermont. This is uh, PV and the Skitters. They've been popular around deer hunting season. They used to do some deer hunting songs as well. So we thought uh, we'd open up this morning on music to go to the dump by with a salute to uh, Sugar Makers. I hear an old crow calling. The sun has begun to climb. The water's dripping off the roof. It's been a long, long time. Now if you're down to Rutland or up to Derby Line, if it's springtime and you're in Vermont, it's maple sugar time, it's maple sugar time. 
Now the sap flows from the maples. That's when the dance begins. And it's hard to put your snowshoes on with the knees up around your chin. Some folks is big on pipelines, but buckets do just fine. If it's springtime and you're in Vermont, it's maple sugar time. Maple sugar time. visit just to have a look around. He says, well, how about that? This spout is upside down. I says, well, how about that? No need to cuss and shout. If the days are warm and the nights are cold, the sap will still run out. The sap will still run out. It's down on through the sap where it bubbles round and round. And on Sugar pan where it starts to turn and run. Now if your flues have dropped or rings, why both work just as good. So grab a beer and while you're there, another load of wood. Another load of wood. Suddenly it's ready. It aprons nice and slow. It's into cans or bottles, it's the climax of the show. So pour it on your pancakes. Mix it with your rum And thank the Lord for the maple trees Where every drop gone from Where every drop gone from I hear an old crow calling The sun's begun to climb The water's dripping off the roof It's been a long, long time Now if you're down to run Or run to Derby Line In the springtime and you're in Vermont It's maple sugar time and we're off and running on music to go to the dump by this morning maple sugar time in the season uh this by the way it has a website here if uh, you want to visit a maple sugar association has posted this vermont maple.org and i'll give you a list of uh all of the participating sugar makers this weekend. Tours of sugar houses, pancake breakfasts, uh, sugar on snow, a lot of those activity taking part this weekend and next weekend as well. Farmer Dave, what's your favorite uh, thing about uh, maple sugar season? Anything in particular? Is it sugar on snow? Is it just uh, maple sugar and like everything? Just, I've, I've got a, a very nice chair that sits right in front of the arch, and I just sit there and I, I listen <clears throat> I listen to WDV. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I do. Okay. And, uh, of course, I, I especially like it when they, they have the Grapefruit League starts up, and, and I can listen to a little little baseball. Yeah. It's, it's just it's quiet time, Jack. Nobody bothers me. It's me time. Yeah, me time. Me time. And springtime in Vermont, that's for sure. And that begins tomorrow. Now that I mentioned that, and you know what that means, we're going to celebrate spring this morning as well. And this, I, I think this I know is what, how you're going yeah, to celebrate uh, it, too. Well, it's one of those beautiful songs. Uh, you know, we'd love to visit uh, Paris in the springtime. We'd love to visit any place in the springtime, particularly Paris. A lot of folks like to go over there and enjoy their spring. And uh, Jonathan and Darlene are there this morning. It takes a little while to get into just warming up for my day. Uh, good things are worth waiting for, Jack.
in the springtime. I love Paris in the fall. I love Paris in the winter when it drizzles. I love Paris in the summer. When it sizzles, I love Paris every moment, every moment of the year. I love Paris. Why, why do I love Paris? I think I'm going to change tempo here just a bit. There we go. Oh, that's not easy to do, to sing off-key like that for me. <laughs> it, it almost makes your ears bleed, but yet yeah. you can't stop listening, yeah, Jack. Yeah, well, I probably could have pulled the plug in that one about halfway through. Springtime in Paris. Uh, uh, springtime here in Vermont begins uh, tomorrow, I think right around the noon hour. And uh, we all look forward to a... Jack, do you suppose they have a mud Somewhere. season over in Paris? Uh, I don't know. Do they? I don't know. We certainly have a mud season here, that's for sure. Well, it's like that old joke there. They, they talk about this guy's driving along, and he and he sees a hat in the road, and he picks it up, and there's a guy's head, and he goes, oh, my God. He says, says you need some help? And the guy goes, no, nah, I'm okay. I still got my horse under me, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's an old Vermont joke. Yeah. Uh, and you told it well. We're looking at a weather forecast, unfortunately, uh, as we get closer to the first day of spring. Showers most of the day today. And looks like uh, the winds are going to pick up later on this afternoon, maybe as high as 25 to 30 miles per hour, so be aware of that. Showers off and on throughout the day. Uh, temperatures should be right around the 40-degree mark, and they will continue overnight, the showers and thunder showers, setting us up for a 50% chance of showers on Sunday with highs near 49. And again, the winds are going to be with us throughout most of tomorrow before some partly sunny weather comes our way on Monday with highs in the mid to upper 40s. And uh, it looks like some partly sunny weather on Tuesday as well. So we'll get through well, this up till Tuesday, it yep. sounds like we've got a 100% chance of mud. A <laughs> 100% chance of mud. 
Indeed. Just add water. Uh, Rusty Deweese, friend of yours. You've known Rusty for a long, long time. Friend of Radio Vermont, too. He's been with us for... Uh, I remember him coming on and doing one of the Vermont live shows back in the early 70s. I think it was the Crassberry Vibrations or one of those groups. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was. He played drums. Yes. But he can play just drummer. He is. Uh, but he's a great storyteller as well. And he's going to bring the Lager series uh, to Virgins tonight. They haven't had one over there well in a couple of years because of the COVID situation. I think they've done some renovations over there at the Virgins Opera's House. It's a beautiful place in Virgins. Right there on Main Street, and he's going to be there tonight. And we're going to hear from Rusty in just a few moments. One of his bits that he did years ago, give you an idea of what uh, what Rusty is all about. We're talking about uh, Rusty Deweese, Vermont's own, the logger. How long have you known him, uh, Farmer Dave? Oh, it was about twenty some odd years. Yeah, yeah. The logger character. Do you remember how that came into being? That I don't. I think it was. I think. And uh, I could be wrong. I think it was part of a series that he did with David Budbill years ago at the Barry Opera House. And there was a character in there. Uh, and I can't remember the character's exactly name, but he was a logger. Anyway, it's uh, it's a, a character that he's developed over the years. And it's uh, he talks about uh, Vermonters in particular and folks who come to Vermont in particular. <laughs> in fact, uh, flatlanders or woodchucks or whatever. And here's a little clip of something he did a few years back. Uh, and uh, Vermont's own, Rusty Louise, the longer. Thanks for coming. How many people here are not from here, from a different state? Okay. Oh, okay. Well, well thank you especially for coming. We Vermont people, we, we love it when you visit. We love it when you come in the winter time to ski to see our shows and shop. We love it when you come in the summer for the weather. Get to sit by our mountain streams, eh? You know, you get to walk the bike path. And we love it when you come in the fall in your buses. <laughs> you leave them oiling out front there to see the fall fall eye agent to eat chicken pot pies and drink apple cider. But we wish you please just stay the hell out of here during mud season. Just give us them two to three weeks up to our asses in mud alone. We appreciate that thing. <laughs> but for all you tourists who are here, it's your lucky night. I got leaves. <laughs> oh, I got leaves. I got red ones and yellow ones and orange ones. Got them green ones. I'll take $50 for the whole bag full. <laughs> Here, give me a $50 bill. I got a $50 bill. Here, get a $55, a $55, a $55, a $60, and then back with a lady. And a red and a lady real loud. Final warning. Either that or I'll trade you even for one of your ugly sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, the logger, Rusty Deweese. He'll bring his show to the uh, Virgin's Opera House uh, tonight. And that'll be, uh, it gets underway around 7 30, 8 o'clock. It'll be a great show. It's been a couple of years since uh, he's been there, and they've been a couple of years since they've had anything uh, there as well. So. Should be a fun evening out there in Virginia tonight for Rusty Deweese. Well, you know, Jack, you talked about leaves and, and them buses. Yeah. I remember years ago, my little brother was working up the Bolton Valley, and uh, a bus come in, and uh, uh, an older couple was talking, and, and the wife was saying to the husband, yeah. oh, these leaves are so beautiful, and it's going on and on, and little brother comes over, he says, I, I don't mean to say anything, but he says, this is nothing. You should have been here last week. And then he just walks away. 
And don't the wife rip uh, the husband a new one. Uh, I told you we should have been here last yeah, week. That's great. That's the kind of humor we have up here in Vermont. And, you should have been here last week. And you'll get tons of it from Rusty tonight in uh, yep. Virginia. Well, last week we had a, a, a couple of songs uh, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, which was a last Thursday. And then we had a couple of folks who called during the week wanted to hear some others. So we thought we'd play one that we had a number of requests for. Uh, and these folks uh, are, have been popular for years and years, uh, not only in Ireland, but all over the world. Uh, the Clancy Brothers. And so we have one of the most requested songs from the Clancy Brothers. And it's uh, Finnegan's Wake. The word whiskey, which is a lovely word, comes from the Gaelic. Ishkabaha, which means water of life. Now, there was a, a Dublin street ballad in the last century about a builder's laborer by the name of Tim Finnegan. Oh. <laughs> Who fell from a lather and broke his skull. And they had a wake for him. And at this wake, there was lots of Ishkabaha, or water of life. There was also lots of fighting, drinking, dancing, everything, you know. Anyway, uh, James Joyce, the Irish author, obviously knew this Dublin street ballad because he wrote a very involved, complicated book sort of based on the ballad. And for one thing, he was fascinated with the idea of having the water of life at a wake. Uh, we're going to sing the song, the ballad filling its wake. Tim Finnegan lived in Walken Street, a gentle Irishman mighty hearted, a beautiful brogue so rich and sweet. The rise in the world he carried a heart to see in a sort of a tippling way, with a love for the liquor for Tim was born. To help him on with his work each day, he'd drop of the crater every morning. And what did I know? Dance to your partner with the glory of colour shake. Wasn't it the truth? I tell you, lots of fun at Finnegan's wake. One morning Tim got rather full, his head felt heavy, which made him shake. From a ladder and he broke his skull And they carried him home his corpse to wake Roll him up in a nice sheet And laid him out upon the bed A gallon of whiskey at his feet And a bottle of porter at his head And work for the man who danced Your partner with the glory of colours shake Wasn't it the truth they told you Lots of fun at Finnegan's wake His friends assembled at the wake And Mrs. Finnegan called for lunch First she brought in tea and cake Then pipes, tobacco and whiskey punch Biddy O'Brien began to cry Such a nicely Corpse, did you ever see? Tim Mavorn, you know, you did a yarra hold your cops and Paddy Mickey. Oh, thank the Dano, don't steal that, nor a wealth of all your colors shake. Wasn't it? They told you lots of fun at Finnegan's Wake. Then Maggie O'Connor took up the job of Biddy CC, you're wrong, I'm sure. Biddy gave her a belt and the gob and left her sprawling on the floor. Then the war did soon engage, woman to woman and man to man. Today they law was all the rage and her own eruption soon began. Hey, thank the Dano.
There you go at Finnegan's Wake and uh, takes care of one of those requests for uh, St. Patrick's Day last week. All right, uh, we're going to check in with the good folks up there in uh, East Corinth, and Wade's with us this morning. Good morning, Wade's. Good morning. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Jack. Yeah. And uh, this looks like it's going to be our swan song for the year. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Huh? We, uh, well, unfortunately, but, you know, we we appreciate and we look back at the great days that we did have this year, and we did have a lot of them. It was definitely was a... Maybe not the quantity, but it definitely had the quantity, uh, quality of every day that we were open. Um, it was fantastic. We had a variety all year long. Lost very few days in the middle, and were able to get the hill back when needed. And and that's all due to the volunteers, and and because um, you know showing up there and having the ropes on the hook and the T-bar not spinning just isn't as much fun without all those volunteers to run those every week. Yeah. We shout out to those those people and thank you very much to everybody that shows up every week and makes it all happen for us and for all the skiers that came. So when you, when you add it all up, you say you've had a great year, huh? More it's or been less. a good year. Yeah, yeah. We have a very good year. It's uh, a little short on both ends and and uh, a few spaces in the middle, but yeah. like I said, when when it was going, um, and we probably hit two thirds of our normal season this year, um, I would say that the the quality was what was was through the roof. You know, we had some great great days and great crowds, and appreciate all the people that came down to see us. And and uh, you know, it, it is Vermont, so you wait five minutes because we talked last Saturday. <laughs> we're a little unsure what Sunday was going to bring us. It was yeah. a dead of winter all day Sunday morning and into Sunday afternoon last weekend, and by Wednesday. It was 60 degrees, spring skiing, corn snow, yeah. uh, Hawaiian shirts, sunglasses, people in shorts, and there was so much water running off the hill and streams. We, <laughs> we, we should have tossed our ski poles and, and brought our, our fish poles. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't see salmon spawning up the hill. Yeah. We could have had water skiing. We did. Uh, it was so great to see a new generation of kids that maybe had an experience, and some of those kids were 55, 60 years old, uh, that hadn't experienced uh, open water skiing and you know pond skimming uh it was unintentional but we kind of expected we'd have some but we had plenty of it lifeguard on on duty (laughs) yeah there's nothing like going down that hill and finding a you know two foot wide stream three four inches deep you know streaming down the hill and just slapping your ankles together keeping your tips up and just riding that thing down like a like a big wave off you know maui island or something it was it was actually was fantastic it was most fun they'd had all year long i think it's hard to wax for that it is, but they do make some wax that really works on that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, because you know some of it was a little slow and out in the deeper snow, but you get right in that water, boy, you just you kick right across it. So a lot of fun, a lot of good pictures, and and uh, uh, a lot of smiles that day. It was fantastic, and and we skied right up till 6 p.m. too, and and there were people showing up at 5:30 after work to just get in a few a few final runs for the season. That's terrific. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty fun. So, so what happens now at Northeast Slopes? What do you do in the off season? Well, um, we take about a week off, then we get ready for next season. Really? Yeah, just about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always stuff to take care of. There's meetings, there's board meetings, and there's uh, we'll start, you know, chipping away at the lift maintenance yeah. during the summer and the fall. We'll start doing some more trail clearing and bushwhacking and and uh, uh, you know weed whacking. Just just getting everything ready to go again. It takes takes some near all the off season. But in the off season, we do plan. So keep your eyes on um, w, uh, no, WDV2. There'll be a few advertisings this summer. Yeah. And NortheastSlopes.org. Like us on Facebook. You'll get all those messages. And I think we have a, a big sports running event uh, the end of July, and at least another music event that we're probably setting around for the middle of August. We're going to move it up from October to August this year. And we may have a few um, fun events, especially music events, in between, too. So keep an eye out for those 
announcements, and and we'll we'll go from there. But by the way, is the stovepipe Mountain Bend still in operation? I haven't heard from them. They're sometime. not. They they oh, okay. kind of parted so, different ways. I think they're playing individually, different yeah. different places. Okay. I don't know if they get back together. I haven't talked to the crew for a little while since we haven't had our our music festival, but I'm sure they sure they would like to. And, and another big band that played for us at almost all of our um, music fest was used to be Highway Five, and that's Lance Mills, who then reformed a subsidiary of that as the um, they were the Ski Bobs, and of course we know them from the Rope Toe Boogie. Right. And uh, and that was done. I know you asked last week who played that. So it was it was Lance Mills and the Ski Bobs. They're actually getting ready to cut an album that'll be available sometime. Be a lot of ski songs on that when he gets I'm sure. finished. And that was a remake of Canned Heat's Rope, uh, Woodstock Boogie. The Woodstock Boogie, huh? Yeah, by Canned Heat that was played at Woodstock. Yeah, that was that was where he played that out from. Oh. Yeah, so yeah. I just want to circle back our, our last time in the air here. Thank you, WDV, and going back to, to Ken and Tom Beardsley and, and the whole crew of WDV. Um, I guess this is our 13th year, and we just plan on... You know, we talk to your new salespeople, and yeah. and we plan on picking right up where we left off next fall. And so WDV and all the skiers and visitors, and and of course again all of our volunteers that help with the lifts and the trail maintenance and and everything in between, the kitchen, the ticket sales, and everything just to make it happen every single week and and just be a great enjoyable experience. And it's a pretty unique place over there. Um, I don't know how many places you get to ride a rope toe under the lights. That, <laughs> I that was say. a fantastic event too. Yeah. Got some good pictures of that, and, and uh, on our on our Facebook, and and uh, that was a blast. Had a couple hundred people show up for that, and uh, just fantastic. Every every it seems like every week is better than the last, but I don't know just how we're going to top it. But we we always seem to have something else come up, and, and have a new and exciting experience every time we open the doors over there. And uh, yeah, so well, it's been been a great year, and and we'll be talking to you again. And if you're interested in volunteering. You can get a hold of us on the contact page or the volunteer page. There's a couple contacts there. Find out what we're doing this summer and fall, and then we retrain you and recertify you as a lift operator. And there's some pretty easy-peasy positions, and there's a couple challenging positions, but all very rewarding, and it's what keeps the lift spinning and the ropes down here at Northeast Slopes. All right. We thank you, Wade Pearson, for being with us throughout the season. Later in the the year. All right. Wade Pearson. Yep. Wade. Yeah, you bet. Wade Pearson from Northeast Slopes out here in uh, East Corinth here on WDEV. Uh, just a listening reminder and, uh, for motor racing fans out there, this weekend we'll be in Las Vegas. We'll be there tomorrow afternoon, and we'll uh, hit the, uh, the air about 1.30. NASCAR Cup, Winston Cup Racing here on WDEV, the Cup Series in Vegas this weekend, 1.30 on Sunday afternoon right here on WDEV. FM and AM. Something new from one of our friends this week, uh, Louis Franco, out there in uh, Maple Corner. You remember him, don't you, Louis? Yes, yes, I do. I I remember him from You Wouldn't Have a Cowboy Without a Cow. Oh, that's right. The fight song for the undecided cow party. And the men of Maple Corner. He's a big yes. part of that as well. Well, he's uh, recording some uh, new music these days, and he's got one that he passed along to us uh, Thought he said it might be uh, interested in it for, for music to go to the dump by or any of the programs here on WDEV. So we thought we'd give it a spin this morning. It's a it's a tale of the brazen uh, crow. I have no idea where this is going to you. Let's find out. There was a brazen crow chewing on a squirrel in the middle of the road. I was driving my girl 
to the beauty parlor doing 50 per when she started to holler I didn't know what first cause I knew what I was doing but then she started in crying cause the crow kept chewing then the feathers went flying oh now that brazen crow Chewing on that squirrel in the middle of the road is how I lost my girl. She said I was a fool who she'd never forgive for being so cruel and insensitive. I said, how was I to know that you cared less about me than that crow? She said, let me out, oh, oh, oh. Every time that I drive my truck by that spot where I think of my luck and how my whole life would not suck if it had not been for that brazen crow and that stupid squirrel in the middle of the road. Well, I'd have kept with my girl. If the crow had stepped aside there, or in the best case, if the squirrel hadn't died there in the first place, I'd have kept her riding on down that road with my girl by my side instead of being out alone. Now every time that I drive my truck. By that spot where I think of my luck And how my whole life would not suck If it had not been But that brazen crow That brazen crow But that brazen crow What do you think, Farmer Dave? I give that two thumbs up. You give two thumbs up, huh? That must have happened like recently, oh Because for that crow not to be able to fly out of the way must have been stuck in the mud. Uh, yeah. Mud season it is. That is Vermont's own Louis Franco and the story of the brazen crow here on Music Go to the Dump High on WDEV. First time that's been heard anywhere, I'm sure. <laughs> well, you know, if you, if you want to get it out there, you put it on the number one show. Okay, Farmer right. Dave. <laughs> I have just a program uh, correction here, if you will. I said that the NASCAR Cup Series was in Las Vegas. That's wrong. They're in Atlanta this weekend, so I'm corrected on that. So I'm well, that's not even like a Maxwell Smart thing, is it? No. Missed it by that, that much. much. Yeah, Las Vegas and Atlanta. Quite a ways away, huh? So it's in in uh, Atlanta tomorrow, NASCAR Cup Series. And we'll take you there at around 1.30 here on Well, w- let's put it this way. If you're out in Las Vegas, you're going to have to race back to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we go from crows to bears. You know what's happening now. You're supposed to remove the uh, bird uh, feeders because of the bears now waking up and about ready to come out and, and greet us and visit us during the spring and summer months ahead. But we like bears here at WDEV, don't we, Farmer Dave? Yes, we do. And aren't they going to be unhappy when they come out and there's nothing to eat because we took our feeders in? Yeah. There was a brazen. No, that's the wrong one. This is the one I want. I thought we were going to have a brazen bear there for a minute, Jack. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha, 
folks say there ain't no bears in Arkansas. Some folks never seen a bear at all. Some folks say the bears go around eating babies raw. Some folks got a bear across the hall. Some folks say the bears go around smelling bad. Others say that a bear is a honey sweet. Some folks say this bear is the best I ever had. And some folks got a bear beneath their feet. Some folks drive the bears out of the wilderness. Some to see a bear pay a fee. Me, I just bear up to my bewildered best. And some folks even see the bear in There you go, Lyle Lovitz and the song about the bears. Look out for the bears. They'll be coming out of hibernation here pretty, pretty soon. So get those feeders down. I think they were saying last weekend, the weekend before, that we should have started that already. But uh, just a gentle reminder from us here at Music to Go to the Dump by here on WDEV FM and AM. All right, we're talking about the ice out at Joe's Pond. This thing has been going on for, I believe, as, as I remember, 35 years. They've been growing into this uh, popular guessing game at Joe's Pond in West Danville when the ices go out. Have you ever participated in this? Have you ever bought any tickets over the years? I, I can't say as I have. Yeah, but you know how this works, right? Oh, yes. Various locations throughout our listening area. By the way, uh, Rick Sangari. Uh, on our uh, Vermont viewpoints, uh, was there yesterday uh, at uh, Hastings Store in West Danville. Had a nice uh, visit with the owner, uh, Penny and, and company there. And uh, this uh, has been uh, one of the uh, places where you can pick up your tickets. There are many, many others, but a lot of folks like to drop by uh, Hastings and visit with the folks there and pick up their tickets. And the uh, I think you should get them very, very soon because I think the earliest that it ended... Uh, was it sometime in April? I don't have the exact figures here, but uh, um, trying to look at what happened. 
Over the years, there have been winners from at least eight different states. Tickets routinely sold to people in other countries. <laughs> and uh, the closest that came in uh, 2010 when the ice out ended at 2.46 in the afternoon on April 5th. And if you want to enter, there's a two long places, a two long list of places. I can't put them all out of here, but Hastings is one of the places where you can get also Dandy's Market and Barry, Metal Market in Montpelier, and the list goes on and on. Uh, they can also be purchased online, and uh, it's just a buck. And I guess you can buy as many as you like. But it's a lot of fun each year. A lot of folks look forward to to this. And this, uh, all of the, uh, well, half of the money goes to uh, help them with their Fourth of July celebration and other things around Joe's Pond and West Danville. And um, we hope that you can partake of that. And the marvelous, magical, musical mystery lady. I think I got those all right there is with us this morning to kind of kick off uh, these final days of the ice hunt. At Joe's Pond, they're gathering to hear the answer to the question of the year. When will the ice go out? Take a chance. Your fortune could enhance. Buy a ticket. When will the ice go out? Down on Joe's pond. Now the pond is frozen. But soon it's gonna heat. Guess that magic moment. And win a big cash tree. Tell me when. Oh, when. When will the ice go out? Down on Joe's pond. When will the ice go out? Down on old Joe's pond. Any ideas, any guesses over there, Farmer Dave, when the ice will go out in Joe's Pond? And I'm going to go with sooner than later. So, can't nail you down, huh? Sooner or later, huh? I'm waiting for somebody to sneak out there at night with a torch, yeah. <laughs> heat the ice up, or, or maybe go out there with some kind of a, uh, a cooling coil to, to prolong the... I don't know. It's there's, a, there's a lot of money in that. Yeah, there is. There is. I think one year there was... I was looking... Um, I think, I don't have all the, uh, rather than give the wrong information out here, but thousands of dollars, I know that, that's for sure. You're not going to give out fake news, Jack? No, I'm not going to give out fake news. Misinformation? This only points to the, as we get older and older, we tend to forget or move things around here. Jack, did you hear that they're they're saying now that for those of us over the age of 65, that we should probably get another booster shot? I think I heard part of that. Yeah, the other I, day. Yeah. I think I found a solution for me. What's that? I'm going to walk around with a Pfizer IV drip. <laughs> a Pfizer IV drip? Yep. I'll be the guy walking down the street with a pole and a bag hanging on it with the IV drip, and I won't be wearing a mask. <sighs> Getting older every day, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's because of my IV drip. No matter what the doctors say, I'll soon dry up and blow away. I'm a-getting older every day. Spent all my dough on doctor bills. All I got was liver pills. I'm a-getting older every day. Well, the girls just look at me and grin, say, look what a shape the old man's in. I'm a-getting older every day. Don't 
laugh at me cause it ain't fair. You're the one that put me there. I'm a getting older every day. A flap eared mule. I'm, I'm a getting older every day. I'm a physical wreck from a toes to my chin. I pooch out where I should pooch in. I'm a getting older every day. Well, my teeth used to look like a string of beads. Now they look like pumpkin seeds. I'm a getting older every day. Well, my hair's all gone, my head is slick, and there ain't no use for me to kick. I'm a getting older every day. is gone and my money's spent my legs are warped and my frame is bent i'm a getting older every day i used to hop around like a big bullfrog now i look like a fattening hog i'm a getting older every day oh boy getting older every day you know, another <laughs> indication that you're getting older every day is when you misplace things, right, Farmer Dave? Can't find things. No. Down here, right? Looking yeah. for my glasses, and where are they? They're hanging on my shirt, yeah. right on my chest. Yeah, for, for me, it's looking for my car keys. Modern day yuppie blues. <laughs> oh, I love this song. Looking for my wallet and my car keys. Well, it can't have gone too far. Just as soon as I find my glasses, I'm sure I'll see just where they are. I'm supposed to meet someone for lunch today, but I can't remember where or who it is that I am meeting. It's in my organizer somewhere. I might have left it on the counter Or maybe outside in the car Last time I remember driving Was to that memory enhancement seminar What's that far off distant ringing? And that strangely familiar tone Must be the person I am meeting Calling me on my brand new cordless telephone I might have left it under the covers Maybe outside on the lawn And I've got just one more ring to go Before my answering machine kicks on Hi, 
This is Tom, and your call means a lot to me. So leave a message at the tone. And I'll do my best to try to remember to call you back when I get home. Tom, this is Gwendolyn, and I'm trying not to cry. But I've been waiting here for over an hour. I thought you loved me. This is goodbye. Sounds familiar. <laughs> and the name that rings a bell. <laughs> Let's see now, where was I? Looking for my car keys, our friend Tom Rush, who's been a friend of WDEV for quite a few years now. That's uh, one of the most requested songs over the years as well. I know it's a Farmer Day favorite, right, Farmer Day? It's a good one. All right, we're getting down to the final minutes here. Any final thoughts from you before we have the hymn of the day? Well, Jack, we we had an uprising, so to speak, over at Absorbing Junior College this week. You did. Yes. Um, the, uh, the bovines have have got word of what's going on over there in uh, in the Ukraine, and, and they wanted to help out. And uh, it, it all comes about from, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, Dumpsters, we're, we're not going to play that song today. We'll, I'll see if I can get Jack to play it next week. But they heard the song Cows with Guns, yeah. and they thought, why not? We could go on over there. Now, you've all heard of Mad Cow. Well, you put a set on that cow. And I think you folks know what I mean out there by a set, because I'm I'm pretty sure I can't I can't say balls on the radio. But let's say I did. So you put a set on that cow, and it takes the Mad Jack to a whole new level. I have personally been in a bullfight. I fought the bull, and the bull won. Mm-hmm. So if you take these Mad cows and you send them over there with guns, you're gonna. And I'm I'm, I'm thinking we're gonna have a combination of like. Running of the bulls and cows with guns, because I'm pretty sure Putin has never, ever let a Russian soldier hear the song cows with guns. They won't know what's coming. But we had to get hold of the head of security over absorbing junior college, Barb Dwyer, and she got the fencing team out to make sure that all the fences are up in good shape because we we run the electric fence over there. You know, we got the Gallagher fencers. We keep you people out and we keep those cows in. So we're we're hoping that that's what's going to happen. But the idea is we send them over. What we're going to do is we're going to put the beefers up front. Now, let's say if the beefers take one for the team, so to speak. Well, it's it's kind of like a, a glass half full, half empty thing because – now that you've got a dead cow there, well, at least you can eat it, right? <laughs> and and we'll have the milkers in the back, so they'll have something to drink. We won't put them up until all the beefers are gone. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work or not. I don't know if the cows are going to get out. We're going to try to keep them in, but once them cows get something in their head, it's that herd mentality, you know, off they go. Uh-huh. So where's the beef? Might be headed to the Ukraine. Farmer Dave with his usual thoughts on this uh, Saturday morning here on WDEV. 
Now, I don't know how this is going to work or not. This is, this is uh, from Dumpster Bill. Remember, we've been asking you for uh, suggestions for the hymns of the day until we can get to the uh, baseball season. Uh-huh. Which, is, by the way, is only a few weeks away now that they've settled the strike and everything, I think. That would be a good uh, thing. I think the first uh, uh, season game is like the first week in April. I don't have the exact date here. It's, but uh, Anyway, so Dumpster Bill says, this song is called I Want to Be Mud. I have no idea what this is going to work or not. But I did. Ask, we did ask for these suggestions, so let's, I guess we'll just bow our head and pray. Bow our head and pray that this one works. Jesus told a story of a farmer sowing seeds. Some fell on the stony ground and some fell on the weeds. Some fell on the pathway, but don't let that be you. Because only the seeds that fell in the mud grew and grew and grew. I want to be mud. I want to be mud. Jesus said, but did not have a clue. The story was about them as well as me and you. Do you do what Jesus says, even when there's trouble near, when there's football on the telly, or when no one else can hear? I want to be mud. I want to be mud. Thick and brown and squishy and growing God's love. I want to be mud. I wanna be mud, so the seeds of faith can grow in me. Now grown-ups always asking you just what you want to be. A teacher, or a lawyer, or a singer on TV. But you can't read the future cause you're not Isaiah's son. So anytime they ask you, say because it's fun. One last time. I wanna be mud. I wanna be mud. Pick and brown and squishy and growing in God's love. I wanna be mud. I wanna be mud. So the seeds of faith can grow in me. Squish, squelch, squish, squelch. I want to be mud. Well, what do you think, Farmer Dave? Your microphone is not on, by the way. I can't hear the words. Oh, that's probably a good thing, Jack. <laughs> there you have it, Jack. Yeah. 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 Okay. I guess it's a seasonal thing. Well, we just had a phone call from a listener very, very upset that we were making fun of uh, the slaughtering of animals uh, with our, with your comments there. So I just thought I'd pass that along. We didn't have any – we're just having fun in this particular program. If we offended you – You're welcome. Okay, Farmer Dave. <laughs> go, uh, eat, go eat a sand, well, maybe a salad. I don't know. Yeah. It's, well, there you have it, folks. This show heard each and every week in memory of Buster and Marie.